Welcome to New Horizons podcast, Trailblazers. New Horizons is a national nonprofit that has served individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities since 1971. We believe that every person has a story to tell. This podcast will be a place for men and women from diverse backgrounds and with unique abilities to share their victories, challenges, and stories with the world. We hope you enjoy. A quick announcement before today's episode. The 2020 census is here, and it is incredibly important that people with disabilities and their families are ready to be counted. Please visit thearc.org slash census to learn more. In today's episode, we speak with Marcellus Brasley. Marcellus and I discuss his fascinating childhood moving all around the world. His work as a self-advocate for the disability community and his two passions, basketball and writing. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. My name is Marcellus Brasley. Marcellus, thanks for joining us today. I know we've had a few conversations in the past that I've really enjoyed. And one thing that's so interesting about your story to me is all the different places you've lived. Do you want to talk a little bit about your childhood growing up? Okay. Yeah. Um, my childhood growing up, like I said, I was a military child for 17 and a half, 18 years of my life. I traveled to different places, even outside of the country, and living in Germany. I lived in Germany for maybe about 10 years until we moved back to the United States. Uh, um, What was your favorite part about living in Germany? Well, it was was just something, something different and something, you know, new, something new to experience. Mm Mm-hmm. And it snowed a lot when around in the winter time, and I loved being in the snow. So, That's and good. the snow would always be really deep in, mm-hmm. down there in Germany. Yeah, a little, a little more snow than probably Memphis or Nashville gets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you have any favorite foods or anything over there that you've had a hard time finding in Memphis? Uh, there, uh, you know, the German sausage. Oh, the schnitzel. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. the schnitzel. And then I, they also had um, the um, brats. You know, mm-hmm. that's made from Germany. Germany makes brats. And <laughs> I love eating brats. Uh, I've never been to Germany, but it's definitely on the top of my list of places to travel. But mm-hmm. Getting back to your family as well. So you grew up in a military family. You moved around a lot. What was that like as a kid with school and making friends? Well, it can be seemingly seemingly difficult for a military child to make friends when they know they're not going to live somewhere for a long time. Mm-hmm. Because knowing that your parent who's in the military is going to have to be, you know, travel somewhere else or get, you know, PCS somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's it's kind of difficult, but it's okay. But I just say it's okay because as long as you're with your family and you're still with your family and you're together, that, that's all that mattered to me. Absolutely. And you have three siblings, is that correct? Yes. Uh, I, I have an older brother, and I'm a twin. And a, and a younger sister. So. Very cool. So what was it like being a twin growing up? 
was it was pretty it was awesome. Me and my twin sister are very close. We still are to this day. We're very close. So the way that we got introduced is through your work as a self-advocate. Do you want to talk a little bit about how you first got involved in that? I first got involved in self-advocacy is through DIDD, Department of Intellectual Development of Disabilities. And I was training to become a self-advocate, and which I've been an advocate for three years now. Um, and I teach advocacy to people who are intellectually and physically disabled, teach them to speak up for themselves and teach them to let them know it's their life and their future. And they have a right to tell whoever is taking care of them what they want. Mm Mm-hmm. For their life, because it's their life and their future, and let them know that, you know, whatever it, whatever life takes them, whatever road down the line takes them, that they're not alone, that we're here for them, and we can help them whatever with whatever situation they have, and if they can't really talk to anyone about it. We're there for them to talk for them if we, they need us to talk for them. Mm-hmm. That's what being an advocate is all about, about is talking for the individual. Mm. Absolutely. So is that part of the reason that you wanted to come on the podcast today? Uh, yes. And to to let people know that um, if you need any help or assistance, let your agency know or your parents know that you want to take a class. Mm-hmm. And it's Advocates in Motion. It's AIM. It's called Advocates in Motion. And let your agency know that you would like to get involved with Advocates in Motion and they can contact the people who are in charge of Advocates in Motion at the Arlington Developmental Center. And they will get in touch with the advocates who are doing the the class, and it's a two-day course, um, and we can teach that class for you with any assistance that you need or have help with, or have if you have any questions, they can contact the people at Arlington Developmental Center and get with um, them and ask them, you know, what do they do as far as getting involved in the class? Mm-hmm. That's a great resource, and um, I appreciate you sharing that and your work through AIM as well, myself. But one of the things that strikes me about you is just how busy you are. You really seem like a, a go-getter, and I know you're also involved in Special Olympics. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you enjoy through Special Olympics? Yes, I love playing basketball, volleyball and running track, and and we play soccer and softball as well. Awesome. And I know you're a Memphis Grizzlies fan. Yes, I love the Memphis Grizzlies. Mike Conley was my favorite basketball player with the Memphis Grizzlies. Even though he got traded to another team, I still like him as an athlete because he's strong and, you know, Mm -hmm. strong-willed and very um, 
uh, he's he's very talented talented athletic. Absolutely. What do you think of the the rookie John Morant? <laughs> John Morant is very awesome. <laughs> he is he does a really good job with the ball every time. He's a real good ball handler mm-hmm. on going down the court, even on defense. How he steals the ball when he's on defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how aggressive he is on offense too. They were showing some of his pretty aggressive attempts. There was one over Kevin Love, I believe, that they were kind of laughing about afterwards. But yeah. you had to love love seeing that in a young player, just the confidence to, to go over right. some of these superstars. Yes. <laughs> when you're playing basketball, what's your favorite move or part of the game? Well, I'm a center. I play center on the team that I'm on. And my favorite part of the game is just being out there and with my friends and we're have, just having a good time and, and enjoying ourselves going, enjoying each other on and off the court. So in addition to your work as a self-advocate and your um, teammates and your participation in Special Olympics, I know you also work at Jason's Deli? Yes, Jason's Deli. I've been working at Jason's Deli for three years uh, as a busboy, and I get a lot of, you know, compliments from customers, and I tell um, the the managers tell me how, what a great job that I do. They really, they really love me there at Jason's Deli, and I actually got the job on my own. So that was three years ago. What's been your favorite part about working there? The people, because I love enjoy working with people. I'm a people person, and I really <laughs> it's people. I mean, and you know, mm-hmm. without being around people, it's just it's, it's. I mean, it's really good thing to be when you're around people and you can relate to people, and they can relate to you, and then that they are really good at you know understanding what you're about and you understand what they're about so you're obviously a, a very big people person very outgoing and enjoy being around people but i know one of your hobbies is writing which is more of something that you do by yourself yeah so how long have you been writing and what do you love about it well, I've been writing for quite a while, and I, I just love to write. I love writing short stories and poems and a lot of different other things, you know, like stories about my myself, about my life, and mm-hmm. all that kinds of stuff. So do you also like reading a lot? Yes, I love to read. It's always been uh, one of my favorite things is to read and then some of the things, some of which, some of the things I read, I kind of write down. After I read a book, I kind of mix it up and write different words with, with the words that's in the book. Mm-hmm. If it's something I really like that I'm really kind of passionate about, I like I write that. So you know, that's really cool. Do you have a favorite book or series? Well, one of my favorite books that I like to read is Romeo and Juliet. So a classic. And not only Romeo and Juliet, I like reading about um, other poets. So you're romantic then? Yes, I like romantic 
like, like reading romantic um, books. So are you ever writing poetry for anybody, or is it mainly just for yourself? Uh, I've kind of written stuff for my girlfriend. Okay. I've been with for a long time. <laughs> nice, awesome. Yeah, my high I'm school. I'm sure she loves that. High school sweetheart. <laughs> Man, so how long have y'all been dating? Over twenty years. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. So you know her pretty well by this point. Yes. <laughs> so I bet she no. read a, read a lot of your poetry over the years then too. Probably so. <laughs> commonly, in in common law, in commonly, you know, that's my wife. But even though uh-huh. we're not really married, then common law, that's more married. Mm-hmm. Is but, that something you know, y'all are thinking about? That's something I've been thinking about since I've been with her here. Mm. Uh, well, um, you know, because every time I hear, anytime we're somewhere and we go somewhere, it's, it's like she lights up a room. And I like the way she smiles, the way her smile is. <laughs> she lights up room every time you see her. And the first time I I met, the first day I met her was we were uh, in high school. I knew she was gonna you know be the one for me because she was, like I said, she was quiet and very sweet girl. And I, I just knew how it was going to be, you know when. I made that to a point to where I, I asked her out and we started dating. And I even took her to my senior prom. Wow. Her father paid for a limo. And, paid, and we went to a restaurant downtown and was actually already paid for when we got there. Her father wow. paid for the limo and paid for the dinner. <laughs> then we left the dinner and went to my prom, went to the prom. <laughs> That's awesome. Man, well, I can definitely tell that you are a romantic and a poet by nature. You said that you also have one of your poems you might want to share today? Yes. Awesome. Well, I'd love to hear that. Okay. Shining stars above the sky light up like your smile gives so much to the meaning of love, laughter, happiness, and special one who hinders my heart. There's another one I have. Special one who hinders my soul. Oh, how the truth unfolds. Rising faith of love so high. Be not afraid, for my heart is as sweet as pie. Wow, that's a good one there. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have one more before I ask you a couple final questions? Oh, um, think so, huh? Got to find it. <laughs> Passionate love embraces the soul. Tender touches of one unfolds. <laughs> Man, those are those are intense. You are romantic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, so this is hopefully one of the final podcast episodes that we're going to do remotely. But one of the questions I've been asking a lot of people as we do these interviews over the phone is, what's one of the first things you are looking forward to doing once everything fully opens back up? Uh, once everything fully opens back up, mm-hmm. I'm hoping to go somewhere out to eat somewhere and go to the mall or somewhere, and I have some shopping that I need to be doing too. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> some you know stuff to, that I'm gonna have to get, <laughs> need to get. <laughs> mhm. And with such an extrovert like you, I'm sure that you're ready to be out and see crowds and people and everybody. Yes. <laughs> So I guess as we wrap up here, Marcellus, it's been a blast getting to talk to you. 
getting to know you over the phone the last couple of weeks or so, and of course during our podcast interview today, but is there any final advice you'd like to share either about the disability community, having a disability in general, or just life? Well, um, my final advice to the people out there, um, those who like to bully other people who see that they have a disability, you should never judge a book by its cover. That saying, you never should judge a book by its cover. And just because a person seems like they're different than you are, that doesn't mean that you're no different than they are. Because each and every one of us have a disability. Because what those people can do that you can't do, that's a disability. So you should treat them the way that you want to be treated and should never, ever disrespect someone just because they feel different or look different or do things different than you do. You're absolutely correct, and that's the perfect analogy and the perfect advice from a writer as yourself not to judge a book by its cover. Yes. A mission without knowledge is like a boat on dry land. Man, we need to have just an episode of Marcellus Quote come in here, and you can (laughs) fill it up with some some nuggets of wisdom. But I've had a blast talking with you today, and I know we've talked about how New Horizons has a basketball goal set up here soon, so hopefully you can visit us here in Nashville and we can get a pickup game going. Yes, um, yeah, I, um, we should, and I think I told my friends about that as well, and um, we should get that set up. I can get yeah. that, get that set up with my um, the director of my agency whenever that whenever things open back up and everything, and we can travel places. We can come down there and play basketball against your your team. <laughs> That'd be great. We can have a Nashville Memphis rivalry. Yeah, Nashville, Memphis, Marbury. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Well, Marcellus, thanks again for coming on, and I look forward to catching up here in a little while. Okay. So I hope you have a good rest of your day. All right, you too. I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Marcellus. If you'd like to learn more about AIM, how to become involved as an advocate, or, of course, New Horizons, please visit our website or email us at podcast at newhorizonsls.org. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for next week's episode.